Well, good morning. I'm going to stand up here, and this is where my, uh, everything's already at for me here. Glad to have, uh, glad to have everybody online. I know, uh, I know we're, we're, we're short in numbers here today, um, but we're not short in participants and like-minded people of a similar faith. Uh, just an update, uh, just that way so it reaches out to everybody. Um, I do know, saw Neil the other day, and he's, he's mostly symptom-free. Um, um, getting, getting better every day is what Kathy tells me, and, uh, but he's still very weak, um, very tired, and he, he's, he needs some continued rest, and uh, uh, believe me, he's earned it. Um, we do miss him, and, and, uh, but he's up, up and out and about, and uh, same goes for Mary. She's doing a little bit better, um, although my, my dad did catch it, and now, now he's, he's down, but he's, he's, he himself is doing a little bit better. They've got bigger concerns uh, than their own health right now um, with Mary's mother and father, and do keep them uh, in mind. Uh, where I, uh, I initially was going to have my dad cover the uh, the message here this morning, and I was going to run run the class in John. So that when that got thrown out the window, um, I decided to take what I had partially prepared for the classroom and apply it here in uh, the twenty first chapter of John. Uh, I really wanted to focus just on this this last little this 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 bit here, and this is where uh, the class I believe had got cut out for some people. Uh, two weeks ago, um, so I'd like to go over that because it's a really just a it's just a few short words, but it's an incredible it's an incredible event. It's the it's Jesus Himself inst- instituting the agape love, and uh, I, I'll get I'll get to that a little bit later and uh, with some other texts from Bollinger. But just uh, just just so I, I get it out of my own mouth, and we're, and I and I myself am on the same page here. Uh, this chapter begins with the with the disciples on their way or on their way fishing. They decide to go fishing. Let me get my Bible actually open here. Now they were sent to Jesus himself. Told them go to Galilee. That's where that's where they were uh, that's where they were in, where they were instructed to go, and that's just exactly what they did. On the Sea of Tiberias, Simon Peter and Thomas, who was called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and the two and two other of his disciples, they went to fish. Now while they're there, Peter finds himself in some rather familiar and are a familiar uh, set of circumstances. Out all night, and not a, single, not a single fish to speak of. Until a man they, they didn't know, was, was the Lord, was on the shore and asked if they had some food. When they replied no, he told them to throw it over the other side. And of course when they did, they found more fish than they knew what to do with. What's amazing about this part is that 
John John looks to to Peter and says, "That's the Lord." And Peter, of course, jumps right in the water. I love that. I I think that's it. I, that, I'm going to get into that a little bit more later. But that's verse seven. That 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 disciple, therefore, whom Jesus was loving, saith to Peter, "The Lord it is." Simon Peter, therefore, having heard that it is the Lord, did gird on the outer coat, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. And none of the other disciples, when they did arrive, as the other disciples did go by a, a, a smaller boat to shore. Nobody bothered to ask if this was Jesus. They, they didn't wonder. They knew already. They knew exactly. And they came to dine with the Lord there on the side of the water. And I, I can only imagine what that would be like. Now I'm going to jump into the text here. I'm starting here in uh, verse 15. And I'm not going to read very far in. When therefore they dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, dost thou love me more than these? And he saith to him, Yes, Lord, thou hast known that I love that that I dearly love thee. And he say, saith to him, Feed my lambs. And so he says again, a second time, Simon, son of Jonas, dost thou love me? And he says, Yes, Lord, thou hast known that I dearly love thee. And he saith to him, Tend my sheep. And he saith to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, dost thou dearly love me? Peter was grieved that he had said, to him a third time. He had to ask this question three. Whenever I have to ask my dad a question, if, it, if I have to ask more than twice, I don't ask that third time. <laughs> Most of the time it's because he can't hear me. But I usually just give up and, and go figure out the answer for myself. But he's grieved. Dost thou dearly love me? And he said to him, Lord, Thou hast known that all things, thou hast known all things. Thou dost know that I dearly love thee. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. That is some very interesting words. Uh, and I, I will be getting into that. I think about this, my, my dad at this point in class a couple of weeks ago, it, you know, Peter's Peter's been asked things three times before, too. He, he was asked if he had any kind of association with the Lord prior to his crucifixion, and each and every time he said no, as, as prophesied by the Lord himself. But Peter's been tested over and over. Been tested in his good confession. He, he, he was tested when, the, when Jesus was arrested. He was the... Quick, quick to draw his sword and cut the ear of, of, of one of the officials. And uh, he got himself in a lot of trouble, trouble with that. 
always the first to speak, the first to stand. He was, again, the first to shore here. He's a natural, natural leader. It's always been, I've always seen, seen Peter as an example or, or something for myself to aspire to be. And I, and I see even myself and the, the bad Peter does. Whenever I'm slow to speak or timid or, or even don't say anything at all, I feel like, I feel like, you know, like, like to me that's a denial. When I miss an opportunity to speak, even when I do break that habit or I go off subject or I say too much and lose the point altogether, that feels like a loss. Peter, Peter had been tried and he'd done a lot of, he's had a lot of chances to try and succeed and he had a lot of failures. But he struck a balance between the two in knowledge, preparation, experience, and wisdom. And he was able to contain his emotions too. He was a very emotional man and, but he was able to, to contain that with the meekness like the Lord. You know, we, talk about Jesus being meek, but meek, he wasn't meek like we define meek. He was meek, and the Greek, Greek word, I believe, it has to do, has this essence of having a perfect response for every circumstance and situation. It may be, it may be with anger, it may be with, with silence, it may be with joy. It's an appropriate response. I think we miss that in the English language too often. Now, and that, that's a point, this missing in the English language, because there are a number of different words for love here. I'm rereading, um, rereading these three verses in parts here. Simon, son of Jonas, dost, dost thou love me more than these? Now, this word is, as Neil, Neil pointed out, so... So wonderfully. This word love that Jesus uses is the agape love. And Peter's response, yes, Lord, thou hast known that I dearly love thee. This word that Peter uses is the philanthropic love, philo, brotherly love. And so the Lord's response to this answer is feed. Now, I do have an interesting note on this word feed because there's, uh, in these three verses, there is a, this word is used in some translations twice. It's the same word three, feed, feed in all three verses, and that's not exactly right because two of them are, there is a difference between some of these words. But this word feed, it, uh, it, it does mean to pasture, to feed, the, from which is derived it contains a, uh, contains a universal idea of nurturing, and that's its application to men. And likewise, this word lamb, there is, it is noted by an article in the Greek, there is, feed the lambs of mine. And that is, bring these, bring these young lambs up. Nurture them, feed them, give them what they need to grow. Again, this is in the second, second uh, uh, 
example here. Dost thou love me, the Lord asks. And again, Jesus is using the same agape love. And again, Peter answers with the same philanthropic love. And the Lord's response to that is, Tend my sheep. Now this is the second definition this, uh, uh, of feed here. Uh, Young's uses tend. And uh, per Bollinger's, this means to, to exercise the whole office, which involves not merely the feeding on grass, but the entire leading, guiding, guarding, and folding of the flock. That's powerful. That, that's, that's a different take on that, that word. The Lord, it's a simple it, it's a simple verse to understand. It really is. This is not, not complicated at all, but there is a lot of depth to what the Lord says. And likewise, this word sheep is different from lambs. This word sheep is, is, uh, it's, it's directly defined as an, as an animal who's, who's, that moves forward. It, that's even the way it's broke down, that process. In front of this word, is a, that always means towards. And that's, a, that's an animal that moves forward. Speaking about the Lord's sheep, always moving forward. That's, we, we've surrendered the, the, the title of you know, progressive, and we really shouldn't, because that's, that's who the Lord's people are. We're progressive people, moving forward. Now, this third time, this is unique. The Lord again, Simon, son of Jonas, dost thou dearly love me? Now, this word that the Lord uses is the same one that Peter's been using this whole time. Same, same word. And now he's almost talking as Peter is not grasping. He hasn't grasped the message that the Lord was trying to, trying to, trying to give him. Not, all, not completely, not totally. And Peter, of course, was grieved. He asked three times, almost being challenged, almost as if he was being challenged because he had struggled so many times just in very recent days. And he says, Thou hast known, thou dost know. Thou, thou you have known all things, and you know already that I love thee. And these these were these are both of the both of the most commonly used used words for know. One is a as a as a knowing almost naturally, and the other is an acquired knowledge. And the Lord has both, and Peter knows that the Lord has both. He has a full understanding of how Peter feels about him. And the Lord says to him, Nurture my sheep. So he's got them nurtured when they're young. He's got them led when they're, when they're developed. And he's got them further, further nurtured as they're developed. Is that not the role of the apostle among the called out ones? Now looking at this word love, Here in the in in Bollinger's, this is directly out of out of it, and uh, it's an interesting word. It's not found in the profane writers, nor 
in Philo or Josephus, nor in Acts, Mark, and James. It is unknown to the writers outside of the New Testament. This word philanthropy was the highest word for love at the time. It denotes the love which springs from admiration and veneration, which chooses its object with decision of will and devotes a self-denying and compassion devotion to it. It is love in the truest and fullest conceivable form. And we talk about love, and I, and I lo- loved, loved your, your, your offering meditation. Uh, that that my point being that that's that's what the Lord instituted a brand new way of loving, whole new concept, and it was a mystery that that had been revealed through the apostles, much like the mystery the the, the grand mystery of God and the two men becoming one, and when the two or two men become one, we're then in in God's love. Because I, I often struggle, I, I, get, I get very very frustrated when people say that agape love is an unconditional love, that God loves you no matter what you do. And that, that I, I take, that, that, that rubs me the wrong way. God is not a promiscuous lover. If you want God's love, be where God's love is. And we tell people that, that, he lo- that God loves you just the way you are, you've just damned them. You've just condemned them. You've just, you'll, they'll never come to the Lord that way. That isn't to say we can, use, we can weaponize it. I would never, never, never want to do that to anybody. But we do have to be careful. I find so much, so much value in these words. This, this for, these short few verses. There's, you can see the inspiration. I don't know what Peter heard with his ears. He clearly got, grew tired of answering the same question over and over. Yeah, and, the, and these details were lost on me just until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the Lord did not speak in English, but we can find a very, very much, uh, we can find a, a lot to relate to here in, in understanding what Jesus was telling and saying by looking deep into his words. Because John, when he wrote this, he understood exactly what the, what the Lord was saying to Peter, even though Peter didn't in the, in, in, at the time. I do know that, this, that these Greek words and these, this gra- grammatical work can get a little tedious. And uh, I do apologize if I've gone on it too hard. I'm not, I'm not as good at it as Neil or, or, or Traxler before him. Neil does such a good job of infusing that in a, such an such a effective and efficient flow in his message and his work. and It's, incre- it's incredible. Ultimately, we talk about love when we, we think about love. 
I mean, uh, uh, so often it's the most famous, famous verse in the Bible, John, John 3.16. And we think about, think about God loving the world and God giving his son. We look deeper into that, that Greek and the wording there and the, the, the context there and we find that, that you can't define agape love, which is the same word that is used there. You can't find agape love without a sense of sacrifice. There's always sacrifice involved. God loved and God gave. He showed it. He proved it. And I think, I felt for the last, all, all week long, that that's much of what the last few verses here really point to. Verse 18, Verily, verily, I say to thee, when thou was younger, thou was girding thyself, and was walking with her, Thou did will, but when thou mayest be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another will gird thee, and shall carry thee, whether thou, whether thou dost not will. I, I do apologize, I'm, my old English is not all that great. And this he said, signifying by what death he shall glorify God. And having said this, he saith to him, Be following me. Now, I don't... I was talking with Nathan about this this morning, just before, before everybody got here. I don't know if I can fully believe that Peter was crucified upside down. I, so much of that feels like that's out of Roman Catholicism. I just... I don't know if I can trust it enough. Um, but what I, what I read here is that he... He said over and over, the Lord has asked Peter three times, do you love me? He asked him twice in agape and once in philanthropic love. And all three times Peter said yes. By what death shall he glorify God? That's what I think about because Peter... Peter was near, he was, was still alive towards the end. First and second Peter were written 60, I believe, per Neil, it was 65, 66, maybe 64 AD. And he was an old man. That was a long, that was a long life to live for somebody 2,000 years ago. But I think at the time that he did give up his life, I believe the Lord when he says, that that's how he shall glorify God. That's how, that's how he shall recognize him. And I think that he really did prove, prove his love at that time, as he did throughout his entire, the entire course of his life. I think that's something that I'd like to strive for and continue to strive for. As I, as I try to make Peter my pattern to follow. With his, uh, with his best and his worst traits, but you know, progressively moving forward, progressively working, progressively seeking as a sinner. Those would be my words. We'll get this uh, 
we'll get closed up here. Do appreciate everybody that's online, and thank you so much for being here. We're small, but we're uh, only small in number. <laughs>